guys, I'm SF Rogers. And I am D.L. Golden. And this is The Author's Chaos. And joining us today is one Mackenzie Faith. And we're so excited to get to talk to you. Me too. <laughs> I got your newsletter for the month of October. And you had a picture of your main character with an interview with her in it. That was amazing. And I've never seen that in an in a newsletter so it was really cool to see like a mock interview with that female main character how did you come up with that idea um I think I just like looked up different ideas for newsletters and that was one of those things and I'd never seen it before I'm like I could do this like yeah I know my character (laughs) there you go fair enough so we we know who you are but for the people who are listening or watching this tell us about yourself well, uh, I'm Mackenzie Faith. At least that's my pen name. And that's all you'll get from me as far as my name. <laughs> um, I am also a wife, been married for 15 years. We've been together for 19 years. Um, we have three kiddos, ages four to 12. Um, and I homeschool the two oldest. Um, I also work very part-time as a nurse. Um, in labor and delivery. So helping those mamas have the babies. Um, (laughs) I'm a huge geek. I love everything Disney, Star Wars, Doctor Who, Marvel, DC, uh, video games. So I'm a gamer too. And, um, And of course, a reader, huge reader and a writer, soon to be published. So that's awesome. She fits right yeah, in that's, with that's, us, that's, just saying. Like, that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. Yeah, it seems like, so. <laughs> yep. so, what, so, what genre do you write, then, if you're influenced by all of these fantasy things? Is it fantasy? So, my first series and my first book and my first series is romantic fantasy. So, it is fantasy. But I am not married to one genre. And okay. My, so, I already have plans. My next series is going to be a dystopian sci-fi romance. And actually this week I just came up with a whole new idea for a paranormal romance series. So like <laughs> I'm just going to be all over the place. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. It's crazy. Daniel and I talk all the time about runaway daydreams. Mm-hmm. And like it sounds like you're just kind of in that same boat of like this is where I went, so this is where we're going. <laughs> yes. I mean, I love I love Disney and Beauty and the Beast, but I also love, you know, Supernatural and Charmed and <laughs> like, I'm going to write all of that. <laughs> Fair enough. So it sounds like most of your writing falls into at least the subgenre of romance. Does that end up being the umbrella that ties to all these other genres for you? Yeah. So, I mean, it's always a subgenre. So there my plot and whatever genre, so dystopian fantasy, whatever, that's going to be the overarching genre. Mm-hmm. But I like romance in my books, so I'm going to write right. romance in my Fair books. Enough. That, that, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I am, like, I'm terrible Daniel's at like, any kind of romance Daniel's, anything, like, so. Daniel's like, I created this throuple and no, didn't even accident. realize that I did it until someone said that. <laughs> it just kind of happened. You know? <laughs> oh, so 
how long have you been writing? You said you're a part-time nurse. Is this something that started like in 2020? Did you start writing? Um, so, I mean, I've always enjoyed writing. I was like that weird kid in school that enjoyed any time a paper was assigned to us. It didn't matter if it was like a fiction thing in English or a research paper for science. Like I wanted to write. Um, and then I actually started writing for myself in my early 20s. So I don't even want to know if I want to say the year, like 2009-ish, 2000, yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I worked a, an overnight shift, so third shift for a while. And on my off nights, I couldn't sleep. And around that same time, I found out about this thing called fan fiction that yep. I didn't know existed. <laughs> and also around that time, this thing called Twilight came out that I got really involved in. Yes. And, um, and I loved Twilight, but I did not like the main character. Um, and I don't think a whole lot of people are going to come at me for that because, well... <laughs> So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to write a fan fiction with a different female main character, and I'm going to write her way better. There so, you go. <laughs> so I started writing, and so I have two different fan fictions out there somewhere unfinished under a pen name that, that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> Research here. <laughs> Um, so then, you know, life happened, kids moving, all that, all that stuff. Um, and I mean, throughout the years, I came up with different ideas for stories. You know, there's chapters in computers for multiple different stories, even for like my next series, there's some chapters out there for that. Um, and finally, last year, I don't remember when, but last year, like this story just hit me and um, my husband was like, you know what? You need to write. You need to, you need to go out and you need to publish your books because you know, this has always been, at least I shouldn't say this has always been, but for some time now, you've talked about wanting to actually write and publish a book this is something you can actually do and I will do whatever I need to do to make it happen. Right. So it's good to have that support. Um, that's, that seems to be Emily for me in that case, it was, I wanted to write this, write my story. And she was like, Oh, get out there and write it. And we'll figure out what to do with the publishing side once we get there. And it just kind of serendipitously worked out with all of us being writers, right, but right. having someone supportive is very, very helpful. Well, and Mackenzie, yes. we were just talking about the other day or even earlier today about like running chapters down with our husbands and like, oh yeah, does not this sound okay? No, not, not, him. not me specifically. Not yeah. specific. Well, because no, your husband, <laughs> so both of our husbands, you were saying, um, like my husband also cannot picture, like he can't picture things in his mind. Okay. So you tell mm -hmm. him words. He can't see it. So if I read him something and it's like, he's like, yeah, that makes sense. I think I can like kind of picture that. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. we're doing well if you can picture this. If you, if you can picture it, I'm doing a good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, so you are not 
published yet, correct? Not yet. No. Not yet. So nope, when my... when you get there, when how do you think you're going to go about that? I am self-publishing. So um, this first book will be released February 28th of 2024. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think to a point you have a choice, but also you don't. It just depends on, you know, how quickly you want things to happen. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of different factors that went into what I chose to do. But for one thing, I am not a patient person. I do not have the patience for traditional publishing, especially now that I've learned more, finding out that it can be years before your book hits shelves. I'm like, no, 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 no. A year is enough for me. Um, but also, I have strong beliefs. I don't want anybody to be messing with my voice and my craft. And I would not handle it well for somebody to come to me and say, you know what, you need to make sure you put this in your book. Or, you know what, this is not okay. You need to take this out of your book. And I'd be like, mm -mm, I'm not going to be not going to be doing that. So it would take a lot for, yeah, I don't know that I would ever traditionally publish. I'm not going to say never, I'm the never say never girl, but yeah, I'm going to be a tradi or a self-published girl for as far as I can see. You sound like Sarah, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's fair. It, exactly. Because I've, I've even said that I'm like, I don't think I could mentally handle sending off 76 letters and getting 76 rejections back. Like, oh, no. My, mm -mm 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 -mm. no, no, nay, nay. And then also like the, you are not going to come back and tell me that my character needs to be different. <laughs> mm -hmm. You are not going to tell me to change their names. You are not going to tell me to change their personality. Like, nay, nay. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, I think I think we get attached to our characters in a certain way, and having to strip mine them to be more palatable for a for a different audience or for a publisher to take, I think that'd be impossibly hard to do. And so we're both. Sarah's going to be self published. Mm -hmm. I am self published. I just don't think I could. I could go through that. And so we definitely understand yes. going the self published route rather than having to do the whole rigmarole of trying to traditionally publish. Well, and. Yeah. I know you've heard us talk about in the past of like, if I've spent all this time with these characters to have someone come in and in two months be like, yeah, their personality is not good enough. You need to completely change who they are fundamentally. I'm, I'm, I might riot. Part of your soul. Like you are tearing out a part of my heart and you're stabbing at a billion. <laughs> like, no, leave it alone. Right. Exactly. That's exactly that's self-published yeah exactly but i've also heard the horror stories of like someone turns their manuscript in and it's years before it ever even yeah. sees like the editor or whoever it needs to go to in the next step and then they're like oh my book finally and it's been like six years that they've waited yeah <laughs> well and i've heard most uh most traditional publishers if you're writing like a series they won't even like publish that first book until <clears throat> you have the last one written or at least like depending on how long let's say it's a, a trilogy until you have that third book at least that written. first draft of it written right. 
I don't know when my first book would be out then because book two is just now getting started. So I, I yeah, get, no, I get that. Um, I'm in the middle of talk about being impatient in the middle of writing the sequel. And I'm like, I just, I want this to be done. And so I can move on and get all my other thoughts out. And it's like, I, I can't rush it, but it's, it's hard. But I'm yeah. sitting here waiting. I'm sitting here waiting for cover work to come back. <laughs> And I That's should be working, I should be working on the second book, right? <laughs> nope. I'm working on two totally unrelated whips that don't even have a name. And who needs to start the second book? Who needs to do that? Right. I can do that in a, pa- I can do that in a panic once the first one's published. Okay. <laughs> and feedback starts coming back. Yeah. I know. <laughs> right. Right. So tell oh. us about. Tell us about uh, what your first book, tell us about Musette and the story, if you can. Yeah, yeah. So A Song in the Dark, um, like you said, it's about my female main character, Musette. Um, She goes by Muse. And she is a woman in her, I say mid-20s, it's more like mid to late 20s, but mid-20s. She is living here in the human realm. Um, she is missing a lot of her memories, a very, very large chunk of her past and what past she does have, isn't that great? There's some serious heartbreak. Um, she doesn't really have much for friends or family. She's kind of distanced herself due to that heartbreak. Um, and on top of it all, because I don't know if it's because of that all or whatever, maybe she feels like she's not quite in the right place. Like mm-hmm. she just doesn't feel right. She feels lost. Um, and so she, in the midst of all this works two different jobs, two very, very different jobs, one in healthcare and one as an exotic dancer. <laughs> okay. Very opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and that's sort of her escape. That's like where she gets her confidence. That's where she at least feels something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's at this point in her life that she meets Taggart. Um, and after a bit of an odd interaction with Taggart, he approaches her with some really outlandish claims, saying he's a lord from another realm. Um and he knows things about her, like the fact that she's missing chunks of her past and mm-hmm. offers to kind of help her find some answers, find out more about herself. Um, if she agrees to be his contestant in their annual tournament called the Amistad tournament back in his realm. Um, so she's whisked off to this other realm. Um and is met with truth that magic exists, that mythical creatures exist, that these shifters exist. Um, all of these things she was completely unprepared for. <laughs> and also that she's not completely human. So um, so as she's training for the tournament, she discovers, you know, she wasn't selected at random. She actually plays a pretty pivotal role in an agenda to save the realm from a tyrannical lord, overlord, high lord. Um, So during the training, you know, she forms relationships. She works through her own internal struggles and walls that she's built up. 
and has to, you know, decide who to trust, who to form relationships with, um, which may or may not always work in her favor. So, yeah. Ooh, it, sound, it sounds very interesting. And Sarah's <laughs> pulled up a picture here on your newsletter. <laughs> of music. Because I love it so much. <laughs> and so, what... Where did you, this, the artwork is absolutely phenomenal. Where did you end up getting, getting the artwork here? Um, so I found an artist, um, on, so I actually didn't find her on Fiverr. I found some artwork actually here on TikTok. I don't remember if it was another author that I came across and I love the artwork. So I messaged her and I'm like, who is your artist? I really like her style. And she sent me to her, um, and this this gal is amazing. She's she's like super excited about my characters, and like anytime we communicate, she's just like so jazzed. And so I have my here. You know what? I did promise a sneak peek. Um, so I hopefully you can see yes. this. Yes, and it's gonna absolutely. it's gonna be kind of dark, but that's Taggart. Stifling the scream right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, and she's working on a, a piece of artwork right now of the two of them. Um, a two of them in a little bit of a spicier scene. Not not a not safe for work scene, but a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like Be she's vibing. pumped. <laughs> It's like I'm so embarrassed. It's fine. Um, <laughs> the the cool thing is, character artwork is such a cool thing to get back. What did it feel like to get back something that you had come up with in your head? Did it match the vision that you had in your mind of these characters? I think, I think it exceeded it. You know, because it's hard to explain, but when you picture this this person or this this character in your head. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I can't picture every tiny little detail of them. I can't picture them like my like my husband standing in front of me. I can picture aspects of them. I know what they look like in general. But then when it actually like comes to life on a page, I'm like, "Oh my gosh. That's her." And she's so much better than I imagined. <laughs> I I think I can I can relate to the not picturing every single detail. Um, I recently had artwork done of mine, and it's like to me they have kind of this amorphous quality to them until they are physically in front of you, looking you in the face. You know, and so I definitely I definitely see that it's not just you. So, like when you got your book, yeah, that is completely. I mean, it's similar yeah. to what I had in mind, but it's not, it was not what... Not what... Yeah. Better just, than you imagined? Better than I imagined. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I would think so. Because it actually puts it in a hard physical world. Like where, they're real. Yeah. They become yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise they're just you know, kind of your own thoughts. It's weird. And one of my, one of the gals who's going to art read for me, she has the same issue that like husbands have where she can't picture things in her mind, but she loves reading um, 
all, you know, all fiction and fantasy. And she's like, I rely so much on character art because it gives her something to picture. And I'm like, yeah. okay, like, and that makes sense. So right. I, I'm glad that I can offer that, that I can, right. that I do have right. that. Something so. to anchor to. It's well, always good. And yes. with it, like with the character art with Musette, it gives her more of this ethereal feeling of like, yeah, she's not, she's not totally human, right? Like you can see it in the character art that like, I could see that. Like she's gorgeous. Yeah. I love her so much. <laughs> She's been she's been gushing about this newsletter for however long she's had it. I don't know how many times I've heard about this. So you've done something. I've been telling him, I'm like, you have to go sign up for McKinsey's newsletter. <laughs> like, you and Emily have to go sign up for McKinsey's new- newsletter. <laughs> At least she's not an advocate, yes. right? I'm like the best. I do. I'm the best hype man. <laughs> Always. I'm just a hype man. <laughs> Always. Oh, goodness. So... We always tend to ask, and I know we're going to come up uh, quicker on our end time here because you've got things you've got to get to. Um, what is a piece of advice that you stand by for uh, authors starting out, any author in general? What is your best piece of advice? My best piece of advice is write the book that you would want to read. And like, that's the best advice I ever heard got for myself was write the book I want to read. Don't worry about trying to write the book. Someone else wants to read because no matter what you write, your book isn't going to be for everyone, but it is going to be for someone. And if I don't enjoy, if I don't enjoy my book, I won't enjoy writing it. I won't enjoy talking about it. I won't, and I won't be true to myself and my craft. So write the book I want to write, write the book you want to write. Yeah. And don't worry about everybody else. I think that's insanely important. We've had other people tell us something similar. Mm -hmm. And we talk about all the time, like, you'll find your niche of people who like what you have written, who like what you have have to say. And of course, there's going to be the people out there that are like, one star and no reviews. <laughs> right, like we know that's gonna yeah. happen. There's gonna be the person okay. who leaves one star and nothing else. And <laughs> at the end of the day, like the people who enjoy what you have written tend to outweigh those one star, no review reviews, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. And if at least you would hope. If you're living with these characters for a year, I would hope that you're writing something that you're enjoying and that it's not such a sh- like slog for you that you're like. I just want to get this done and be over with. Like yeah. that would be off. I, I can't even imagine feeling that way about something that I'm writing. Right. Like of yeah. feeling like I'm yeah. stuck no. in something I don't like. So no. that is a super important because I think people tend to lean on the, well, this is what's popular. Yeah. So I'm going to write that. But if you don't like that, it's going to be obvious. Yeah. It's, it's going to be obvious. Yeah. Either, right. Yeah. You yeah. have to have passion for what you're doing. And it sounds like you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. You know, like I, it's so funny because I've had so much struggle comparing my book to anything else, trying to find the tropes that it fits into because I'm like, it's not slow burn. It's not enemies to let, it's not these things that everybody loves, but I know people love it because I've had people read it and I know I love it. So 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and at the end of the day, if nothing comes of it, you've enjoyed the journey you've had writing it. So right. I, I think that's a really good mentality well, to have. But even you struggled with where to put your book. Yeah, finding finding a genre and, and niche is difficult. And it wasn't to a, isolate. It Daniel had Daniel struggled till just a few months ago with what to call his book. A month ago, yeah, that I figured the genre is lit that RPG. Somebody was like, it sounds like a lit RPG. And Dana was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to go look that it up. That has sold more books for me than anything else I've done, <laughs> I think. So figuring that out early is good to have. <laughs> but figuring out like, where that all fits yeah. is it's, crazy. Because mm-hmm. people are like, what's, what's Execration of Autumn? And I'm like, it's a fantasy lowercase r romance because it's not because it's not like it's not a specific romance book right like it's an ornithology book about crows or it's about crows it's about crows it's It's a book about crows crows. (laughs) luckily mckinsey's heard enough of my book to know that's not the truth (laughs) that's how you should that's how you're gonna it's just it's a book like about mythology book about crows. Oh my gosh! Oh, He's lowercase R, oh. lowercase R romance about <laughs> shiny bits and baubles. Oh, it's gotten away from me. Okay. <laughs> oh God, Mackenzie, this has been amazing. Where can everyone <laughs> find us across social media? Let us know. Um, so on TikTok and Instagram, um, my handle is Mackenzie Faith Writing. Okay. M C K M C K Mackenzie Faith Writing. Um, and then my website is also www.mackenziefaithwriting.com. I make it easy. Same And you can sign up for her newsletter there. Yes. On my <laughs> at my website. Through my bio and all of my social media, you can sign up for my newsletter. I try to have fun with it. I don't make it long and boring. So, <laughs> no, it's great. <laughs> that's, that's good. And, that's, and our, ours is long. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was the name of your book and when is it releasing? Again, um, the name is A Song in the Dark. Okay. And it releases February 28th of 2024. So, so our we will, signups are going to be coming out end of November okay. and then going out in January. So Nice. Well, that's coming up quick for you. Yeah. I know. You'll get it soon. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Uh, always. Uh, I am D.L. Golden. I wrote this book, everybody, Origins, uh, Redux. It is available on Amazon, hardback, paperback, Kindle, and Kindle Unlimited. So if you want to find it there, if you like lit RPGs, there it is. Sarah? I'm SF Rogers. Uh, my book, Execration of Autumn, is coming. We're looking into December 1st of January for that to go to ARCs, hopefully, or be published. We'll see what happens. You can find Daniel and I both on runawaydaydreams.com where you can sign up for our newsletter and catch all of like the new blogs and all of that jazz. Uh, this has been The Author's Chaos. Yeah. And we are so grateful you joined us today, Mackenzie. Me too. (laughs) Thanks. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.